We win, they lose. That's the relaunch of the Ron DeSantis presidential campaign. And I got to ask, where's this guy been? Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. And this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, I just, uh, I, I, I had to write about this this morning because the Ron DeSantis, who I saw uh, acting so forcefully as governor of Florida when he launched his presidential campaign, I didn't see that guy. I just, I, I write about this stuff for a living, and I have had, until today, no idea what this guy's campaign is about. But uh, today he released, or on Monday he released, a, uh, a new Declaration of Economic Independence, and I finally understand why this guy is running for president. Um, he says, uh, uh, we want to be a country that makes things, it was one of his top-line items, where a family can raise children on a single income. And to do that, we declare our economic independence from the failed elites that have orchestrated American decline, uh, profligate federal spending that has inflated prices and plunged our nation to the brink of insolvency, the Chinese Communist Party that has run circles around us for a generation, central planners who seek to advance their political agendas at the expense of the standard of living of the average American, destructive policies like the Green New Deal that seek to hinder our domestic energy production, a class of progressive corporations looking out for every interest except for that of the American people. And uh, this last item, the swamp will really hate this. He promises to use his Article II authority as president to prohibit federal grants to entities that engage in active discrimination through DEI or other unconstitutional initiatives. Um, this is coming out swinging against, against the swamp, against communist China, against the whole rest. And Bill, where has this guy been the last couple of months? Well, uh, Ron and I were basically in a retreat somewhere in northern Florida when I wrote that uh, declaration for him, and, and I'm rather proud of it, frankly. Yeah, it's, I, it's like MAGA I, with I discipline. Think we, it, mm. you, there you go. Uh, now, the question is, will MAGA with discipline um, carry the day? I suspect probably not, um, but uh, I, I don't – seriously, having just heard this, I, I, I cannot imagine anything – that I would want that wasn't in there or anything that was in there that I wouldn't want. I mean, that just, it's like, it's like the conservative manifesto yeah. if we had manifestos, but we don't, those are just for communists. Um, so yeah, I love it, Steve. I love it. Um, this race, obviously is still Donald Trump's to lose and, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, I, I find myself, pulling very hard for a Trump-DeSantis ticket, which I find is extraordinarily unlikely, but nevertheless uh, would be would be terrific. Uh, the, um, I think the larger issue in terms of like likelihood of re-election in, in 2024, one of the one of the sort of off the radar indicators that's important is that apparently now, I think in 2023, Party identification is Republicans plus three, and it has not been. It's only been plus one twice since sixty years ago or forty years ago. So, for the last forty or fifty years, people identify as Republicans over Democrats. Plus one has been the most that we've been, and that's only happened on two different occasions in the last forty years. This year, we're apparently plus three. That's the kind of that's the kind of fundamental foundational shift that's going to make a difference in terms of the uh, general election. Um, my hope, uh, look, I love, I love the declaration. I'm a big fan of Ron DeSantis, but we all know who's, who's got the, who's, who's running with the ball at this point. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Mike, when you said it was um, MAGA with discipline, uh, I hope and suspect that no matter what happens during the uh, Republican primary, DeSantis has the discipline to not, I mean, he'll fight back, he'll, he'll fight, but not not fight in such a way as to, you know, as to permanently damage the brand, kind of like, kind of like the way it was with, with Ted Cruz and, and, and Marco Rubio in 2016. You know, they got called a bunch of names and they, they swung back and stuff, but it, it didn't, nothing that Rubio or Cruz said during the primaries in 2016 was ever used as ammunition against Trump in the general election that I could see anyway, not to any real effect. So, um, you know, you get, you, I think at the very, very least, it's great to hear a statement of these principles and it. And, it, and I'd like to see regardless of, of who the nominee is, I sure would like whoever the nominee to be to pick up something that concrete, that clear cut, that, that simply stated and that obvious. These kind of things are important. You remember the, uh, we would not have had the, the, the Gingrich revolution without the contract with America. I mean, that, that's just a, a slogan, but it's an effective slogan, and it, and it clarified a lot of ideas for a party that's had a very hard time coming up with a brand. And, and that alone is source of constant amazement to me, how we can't sell freedom, uh, independent security, and being left alone. It's apparently beyond us. But um, certainly Ron DeSantis's campaign is, is taken a real big step in that direction. So hooray. Yeah, indeed. And this this isn't about which candidate or that candidate that I prefer or think would be better at the top of the ticket. This is just watching as a, an interested conservative, uh, a, a man who I thought would be a stronger candidate out of the gate, who then proceeded to really go nowhere. It was a, a, Really had a bad, bad yeah, just, lunch. Just, just a genuine mystery to me. Maybe, maybe this helps clear it up. Uh, Scott, Bill reminded me in 1994, which I... I didn't come to mind when I was writing about this for PJ Media this morning, but it's a great lesson. What Newt Gingrich did was he nationalized uh, 435 congressional races uh, by That's having right. this contract with America, which I think, if I recall correctly, was was 10 items. <clears throat> These are the 10 things we're going to try and accomplish with a GOP Congress, and I think that kind of thing can be very enlightening because, as Bill said, it gives the GOP or it gave the GOP in 1994 a real brand, not just uh, we're not Democrats or we're Democrat light, that kind of thing that they'd mostly been with the exception of Reagan and Goldwater since uh, since World War II. Um, Trump is likely the nominee. Do you think that he and DeSantis can uh, put aside some some pretty bad differences to to run on that kind of a of a, of a clear program? Boy, that's a question that I think is beyond anybody's ability to forecast. Yeah, I do yeah, know yeah, that, you know, according to the latest uh, numbers, uh, for Trump to lose the nomination at this point would be an historic failure. Um, he's something like plus 37 over his nearest rival, which is DeSantis. Yeah. But DeSantis is at like 15. <laughs> and then most of the other uh, candidates are at three or less. Um, yeah. And so, you it's know. It's a two-person race. So so Trump, and it's not even that at this point. It's a one-person race. Uh, and right. and it's, Trump's, yes, yes. it's Trump's to lose. You know, if he somehow, uh, although I think this is a pipe dream on 
on the part of uh, progressives is that all his legal troubles are going to cost him. No, I think all his legal troubles are going to get him the nomination. <laughs> I, Absolutely. I think that those will actually help him. Um, my question is in what you said, actually, Steve, because that laundry list of ideas is solid, um, but – the question is, does he have the message discipline? Um, and more important, uh, meaning in the sense that can he keep that up over the long haul when he's being asked questions every day and being drawn off into, you know, doing commentary on Disney and things like that? Can he stay focused on the core of what his campaign means? And then more importantly, can he boil it down into something clear like Bill just expressed or, frankly, like Donald Trump is able to express at the beginning and end and middle of every speech that he's ever given is we're going to make America great again. Now, that sounds trivial, but it's it's the it's the credo. It's the brand slogan. It's the it, it is what makes him who he is. And everybody kind of puts their hopes and dreams who people who support him kind of. Uh, put their stuff into that phrase and say, well, this is what would make America great again. Or, you know, it's not so much that that Trump has said, here's exactly what I mean by make America great again, but everybody thinks <laughs> they know what he means by make America great again. And that's what they're voting for. Um, so if DeSantis is able to, to come up with some sort of congealing of that uh, – disparate group of objectives into a central idea um, that he can convey in just a few words, I think he'll be much better off. I think he needs to, to get away from, as all Republican candidates who hope to have a chance need to get away from, is this idea that I'm electable, but Trump is not. Um, Trump has certainly proven in the past that he's electable despite heavy, heavy baggage. <laughs> you know, he yes. still, if we're being he honest, still was yeah, able yeah. to get elected. Um, and so that argument is, is, as far as I'm concerned, is off the table. You need to be able to show in a positive way rather than, you know, in trying to diminish um, the former president of the United States, but in a positive way that you are the future, that you can take on uh, the machine that is arrayed against you from the other side, um, that you will be able to dislodge a president who has received a tremendous number of votes, no matter whether you think those votes are legitimate or not. Um, and so can you make the positive case, Ron DeSantis, that that the kind of impact you made, not exactly the same things, but the kind of impact you made in Florida has national legs? Can you make that kind of impact on a national level. And so far, he's he's kind of failed to do that and got bogged down in, in a lot of uh, side issues and minor things and has not looked like the kind of leader we thought he was in running Florida. Um, so maybe this is a, a turning point for him. But what I'm suggesting is he hasn't shown that yet because he hasn't put in the day in, day out grind that it takes to drive that message home. Let me just add Please. one thing, Steve. Um, I'll, I'll call Ron a little later just to make sure he gets the point clear. Um, the uh, He should bullet point these things that you just read. And Scott was saying a moment ago about how don't get distracted with talking about Disney. Well, my, my feeling on this is, no, talk about Disney. That's the final bullet point. Companies that care about anything other than the American people that they serve, right? Put everything that comes across the table, any issue that you have to deal with, anything that you have to deal with, 
rehearse it and, and game it and to the point where virtually any question that you're likely to be asked will go into one of those five or six categories that he listed. Well, Disney, 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 this is my, this is my fifth point, ladies and gentlemen. Disney is a corporation that cares only about itself and at the detriment of the American people. These are one of the things I'm here to fight. And if he can do that and just keep ringing those same five bells or however many there are, That'll go a long way. Yeah, I, I agree with Bill, and I just think that those five bells then need to congeal into one note that that pervades everything. So it's like that's an element of this higher idea that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a way, uh, right now, uh, DeSantis reminds me a bit of uh, Scott Walker, the former Republican governor of Wisconsin. He was a, a damn fine conservative governor, and not just with implementing yeah. conservative policies, but at going after the left's power and money sources that are, frankly, in my mind, illegitimate, uh, mandatory. Balanced the budget in Wisconsin in oh, a yeah. year or something. And, uh, and stood like up that. to the unions. Absolutely. Uh, and the, the, these things really really put pressure on the left in ways that uh, Republicans haven't done, I don't know, in a century, it seems like, uh, with maybe the exception of Reagan. Um, but Walker, when he when he ran for president, got on the national stage and proved that he was a really good governor. Uh, he just, he, he didn't have that, whatever that magic is that makes people go, yeah, I can see him as president. And that's that's been the DeSantis campaign so far. Maybe he can turn that around. Maybe, maybe he can't either way. Uh, I, I hope the nominee wins in 2024. But on the very off chance that I could sit down with Donald Trump, assuming he's going to be the nominee, and Ron DeSantis, and assuming he's not going to be the nominee, my advice to them would be uh, would be this. First off, uh, if Do- uh, my advice to Donald Trump would be don't pick Ron DeSantis for your vice president. My advice to DeSantis would be if Trump offers you the vice presidency, don't take it. It's usually a booby prize. But what I wish Trump had done in 2016 is I, I on this very program, said I wish he would hire uh, uh, Scott Walker as his uh, White House czar for grabbing the left by the balls and squeezing hard and doing the same thing on, uh, uh, to the swamp that he did to the left in Wisconsin. And I, I think if Trump had done that, he probably would be serving his second term right now because no that would have been the discipline that he needed, and that would have put the left on on their back foot instead of Trump being put on his back foot for the whole last year of his uh, f- first term in office. So my advice to Trump would be don't offer Ron DeSantis the vice president slot. Offer him the job you should have offered Scott Walker in 2016. And that is your right angle on that, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time.